Hey, it's the Buckeye Blitz. Tito Jeff Fiddoff with you here. Presented by BetUS.com. BetUS.com. I'm sorry. Bet with the three decade later. BetUS. Join now for 125% bonus using promo code DSP125 or a 200% bonus with crypto using promo code DSP200. And you can bet sports, casino, horses, pop culture, and more at BetUS.com. You bet, you win, you get paid. BetUS.com. Go check them out. Proud sponsors of uh, this show and the other shows on the DSP Media family. Okay. Um, one of the things I want to talk about first was the Ohio State has announced you know, that they're going to honor the 2002 championship team this year in their game against Notre Dame to start the season on September 3rd. Boy, is that close. Inching closer, 7.30 Eastern time kickoff for that big clash with the Buckeyes and Notre Dame. And so they're going to honor the 2002 squad there, 20-year anniversary. And if you get a chance, go back and watch some of those games on YouTube. Go find the highlights or whatever. It's amazing. I Look, I lived through that. So at the time, uh, 2002, I would have been 31 years old. And it's the first championship Ohio State won in my lifetime. Um, and I, I, I worked at Columbus Dispatch at the time. I was very much like ingrained in the team, like watching the team, following the team, you know, uh, where, where the dispatch was like a lot of statistical stuff with the team. So there was a lot of things I did with this team. And I obviously religiously watched this team every single game start to finish. And it was the most fun I've had as a college football fan was watching that team. And then, um, you know, it's it's uh, the, the going back and watching it again now, I just w- went through and watched some highlights and some games and things like that lately. And it, it amazes me how much or how many different, not nondescript, but different guys that stepped up that weren't like, you know, oh, this is a five-star, superstar, you know, the next this greatest this position guy, and that made big plays throughout the season. And you go back and look at that and watch how many times the Buckeyes almost lost, how many overtime games they were, how many, you know, clutch plays in overtime or clutch plays to end a game that happened that gave Ohio State victories. And it's amazing. It was truly a miracle season for Ohio State, the second year of Jim Tressel era. And after coming off a disappointing, well, not disappointing, but you know, you had the Cooper era. That ended not in a great way. Tressel did not start out like Earl Bruce did, where he went undefeated in the regular season and played for the national title. Tressel's second season. And you've got, you know, a, a bit of a, you know, Craig Krenzel's the quarterback out there. Maurice Claret was just an absolute beast. And um, from the first time I saw Maurice Claret play for Ohio State, I said, this guy is going to be something special. Boy, if NIL was around then, he he would have put up some great numbers for Ohio State and done it nonetheless. But go back and watch things like, you know, Holy Buckeye obviously is a fantastic play, you know, from Krenzel to Jenkins against Purdue, a ballsy play, a ballsy call, a ballsy pass. How many times can I say ballsy in that game to win against Purdue? And then other things like Maurice Hall, who I loved coming into Ohio State. And although I think that he 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 did not put up the numbers I thought he would, but part of that wasn't his fault. He had Lydell Ross in there too. It's also the way the offense was run. Then you had Claret come in. But Maurice Hall had a couple of really big touchdowns that season, especially the one against Michigan that put Ohio State ahead then um, 14 to 9 in that one. You know, and then, you know, other things like the Chris Gamble against Penn State, the interception he had and the run that he made. And, you know, how fantastic was Chris Gamble that season? Simon Frazier, uh, all these guys that made big plays throughout the season. I'm telling you, if you're a Buckeye fan and you are because you're subscribed to this, you're listening to this, go watch more of those games and highlights on YouTube. And even if you've 
you know, I, I know what happened in this game. I know that. I got it. Go watch it again and try to get back into that mindset because it was so much fun. But the O2 team will get um, honored at the Notre Dame game, and I can't wait for that. And I, that, again, my favorite college football team in my lifetime. No offense, Tyvis Powell, uh, who I work with on the radio a lot. <laughs> no offense to those guys. My The O2 team, though, by far and away, my favorite college football team in my lifetime. All right. Speaking of NIL, four Ohio State Buckeyes have uh, signed an NIL deal um, that is collectively been put up like money-wise with three different businesses in Columbus. Um, C.J. Stroud, Denzel Burke, Travion Henderson, and Jackson Smith and Jigba. They are, it's the, um, it's what being called the largest agreement of its kind at Ohio State. The deal's worth more than a half million dollars, and it's with money raised from uh, Value City Furniture, American Eagle, and DSW. Uh, Brian Schottenstein was the one who co-founded that, and he talked to me, talk, talks to 10 TV. This is from them. What I'm going to tell you that uh, he said, I think it really puts us on the map as a foundation and Ohio state that we're able to have these great businesses in Columbus in the backyard of Ohio state supporting student athletes. So great news. That's fantastic. We'll see more and more of this kind of stuff happening. By the way, uh, Texas tech, they also announced that they have a deal in place where every scholarship player and some of the walk-ons will get $25,000 for an NIL deal uh, with what's called the Matador Club, which is a run by, it's a, a thing run by five Texas Tech graduates. And so um, they are saying they're going to sign 100 players to this deal, 85 scholarship players, 15 walk-ons. And um, it's going to have to do more with like, they're going to do community service and some other things like that. Um, they go out in the community. I say not community service like in a bad way. I'm just saying they go out in the community, make appearances and do that kind of stuff. Um, but so, uh, there's been, and that's where we're going on this. You're going to see more of that happening. This is a, you know, like a two and a half million dollar, uh, investment by this collective that they've got. It'll, um, it, you'll see more of these kinds of things happening where it'll be just like, Hey, whole roster, you get this now guys like CJ Stroud and Travion Henderson, they obviously, um, would get more money with other deals they could have as some other players will as well. But this right here covers the entire roster of Texas tech, which I think is pretty cool. Um, BYU students last year, uh, the walk-ons got NIL scholarships to promote a couple of different brands. So good for them. And, uh, but that's where we're headed in this thing. And that's, that's going to be more the, uh, more the norm than the exception. So, uh, Lane Kiffin came out and he said that, you know, the head coach out at Ole Miss, and he said that he thinks there should be a salary cap involved, or he said there should be at least more involvement with the coaches and where this goes. Because what his concern was, and I totally get this, I think Lane Kiffin can be a tool sometimes, but I, I agree with what he's saying here, that he's concerned that a booster, a you know, a, a businessman in the in the in the uh in the area will offer somebody, hey, if you, you know, uh, I'll sign you to this, you're going to Ole miss right here, I'll sign you to this. And no one tells the coach and the kid doesn't play because the coach wasn't going to play him anyway. And there's a disconnect there, and then the kid loses the money or loses the endorsement deal. There's so much of a gray area in this in what we're going to figure out with NIL. And I still want to see some of these contracts. I want to know, it, are they tied into performance? Are they tied into playing time? What happens if a kid gets hurt? What if he signs a deal with a, with a, an NIL deal and then you know breaks his leg or his, his career's over? Is that still honored or is that cut? Or what if the kid decides to transfer? Is there is that kind of language written in? What if the guy? What if the kid is? Um, I say kid, young man. What if the what if the individual, the player, um, is academically ineligible for some reason? 
does that also void his deal? Or what if a five-star kid comes in and starts over, but all of a sudden he's not playing at all and you sign him to a big deal? I, I want to know what the language and how it all works in this. So I agree with Lane Kiffin. There needs to be more regulation in this. And I'm okay with the coaches being involved. Right now, the way the rules are written, that you cannot use it as an incentive. Like you can't say to a player, and by the way, we know this crap goes on. So, but the rule, like the letter of the rule says that, for instance, if you're Ryan Day, you can't tell a player, hey, if you come here, you'll get a $1 million NIL deal. You can say, you know, if you come here, there's a lot of opportunities for NIL money, which is really just a gray area thing. But I, I think the coaching or the coaching staff, the, the administration should be involved in some way with this. And um, I think that will eliminate a lot of the potential issues because, like I said, I don't know what happens if or what if a company signs into something, it goes out of business, or there's all kinds of things. Kid gets in trouble with the law. Can they back out of it that way? Are there like, you know, it's like a moral clause and all these things and a criminal cause, a criminal, um, you know, an incentive clause and all this, where if somebody gets arrested, you can back out of the NIL deal. So many different things involved in this, and it's going to be interesting to see how it goes forward. All right, that's it for today's Buckeye Blitz. You can follow me on at that happens. Uh, that's where I am on Twitter. And uh, we'll talk again about like the conference realignment, what's going on with that. There's a lot of new news on that. Why Notre Dame might or might not join a conference and what's going on with the Big 12 and the Pac-12. That'll be next on the Buckeye Blitz. Thanks for tuning in.